Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to a world where power and skill collide. For an instant, a friend can become your mortal enemy. You have entered the world of arm wrestling. Only one will stand victorious. With your host, Craig Subler on AWNR.us. show begins now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Arm Wrestling Nation Radio. I'm your host, Craig Subelair. And you're wondering Wednesday night, what the hell is this guy doing December 2nd? Guys, sorry about last night. Had everything game planned up. I put in 12 hours of overtime. Had to go do my mentoring. Um program I do every second Tuesday out at DJJ with uh, a bunch of kids that uh, I mentor and um, got a little late, was trying to drive to make it and then when I couldn't make it I tried to uh, use call, home, call Sarah to push the show ahead a half hour and my phone, my brand new iPhone, 40 days old, the iPhone 6 Plus fried. The black screen of death with a bunch of scribble, and, and the first word was panic. <laughs> with all this, I don't know, dude. But anyway, today was a nightmare uh, trying to replace my phone. And uh, you know, it's funny because when I was on my way, you know, I was all pissed off. I was like, my phone's not working. Blah 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 blah. And then I'm driving, and I'm thinking, man, it's so nice. I finally just drove an hour and a half to uh, the Apple store, and. Um, and I was like, man, it's so nice just to to not worry about what's going on and actually drive and pay attention and you know, and it's just reminding me of what it was like before we had uh all this uh you know, smartphones and all this technology and uh you know, sometimes I think that I'd just love to uh just, you know, hibernate away from it and then then once you get it back, boy, boom, we're right back to uh, what's going on on Facebook, what's going on on Instagram, what's going on on freaking Google, blah, 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 you know, so, anyway, so, new phone, Apple, great, give you that year warranty, and uh, hopefully this one will last more than 40 days, so, with that being said, I mean, tonight we got the interview of interviews, Monster Michael Todd back on, talking about his Supermatch January 16th, Las Vegas, Vendetta, PAL, six rounds, push guard, who wins? Monster, push guard, it's going to be insane. Bresnik, Volvoda, I mean, it's just going to be crazy, crazy, crazy. So if you're in Vegas, stop by January 16th. The last show was awesome. And, uh, you know, CBS Sports covering it. I mean, just crazy, crazy stuff. We had the Zelotti Cup last week. A lot of stuff went down, of course. Push guard dominating left, right hand on that one. You know, we had our WAL Florida State November 22nd. Um, we could go Sunday, place third. And uh, it was, you know, pretty tough competition. I mean, my, you know, my weight class, 
I mean, all weight classes there, I think, are pretty stacked. But the Super is pretty jacked. Chandler, you know, John Portella came back strong as hell. You know, we had Carl Stanley, uh, Todd King, um, Dan um, Shaw. She's uh, a couple other guys. I can't remember. Brain fart, right? Excuse me right now. But great event. Third place, uh, you know, didn't start off good. Fouled out against Carl. And, uh, and John smashed me. So, but I got a couple good wins. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Learning, learning, learning. Uh, I got to learn to set up better. You know, it's 10 feet away from my hand when I was pulling Carl. And, you know, I just got to remember these little things that I, I just make these stupid mistakes over and over again. And, uh, you know, it's going to be my, you know, December 12th coming up, AAA Florida States, you know, in less than 10 days, Mudville Grill, hugest event in Florida. One of my favorites. That's where it all started for me three years ago. That's right, three years ago. Still in that honeymoon stage of arm wrestling and, uh, you know, uh, just live and learn, man. You got to learn, learn, learn and, and get better and better. And that's why I train hard every single day, man. Like I say, if you want to wake up and chase after your dreams, you got to do it every day. Because there's a lot of people that will just lay around dreaming and not put in the work. So you got to put in the work. And I know someday it's going to pay off. And, uh, you know, and if it, isn't, if it doesn't, the journey is amazing to be able to get up and challenge yourself and push yourself each and every day. And, uh, and that's just awesome. And with that being said, man, I want to give a big shout out to Brady Ellis hooking me up with the Disciple Half Table. Check out combatarmsports.com the most amazing tables ever i mean i just it just i mean if you want custom i mean this stuff is just amazing brady i mean awesome job solid pieces of equipment i mean the half table I, i'm saying to myself i've been training for three years arm wrestling why the hell did i not have this table right at the beginning it's just amazing angles that you can train for arm wrestling on a half table I mean, I feel like I'm an idiot that I just didn't do this from the very beginning. So, uh, big shout out to Brady Ellis. Like I said, check out arm. I'm sorry, CombatArmSports.com. And I want to give a big shout out to RSPNutrition.com. Great supplements, huge sponsor, um, hooking me up every month with some great supplements out there. I'm taking a Joint Fuel right now and. Uh, helping out a little bit the right is still injured i'm getting an mri hopefully next week i can get that you know located see what the issues are it's probably just a really strained strain tendon that i got pulling the freak chris chandler and talking about chris chandler he did the same thing to dickie <laughs> you know and hopefully dickie's all right i know he's out there probably listening but i hope he's healing up because um you know him and chandler had a good matchup and chandler pulled him back from the pin pad left-handed and uh i think um dickie ended up uh pulling his uh strain in his brachialis a little bit on the rotation so um hopefully dickie's okay i know he's a warrior he'll be back stronger than ever so uh but what a great matchup chandler dominating as always left and right winning the overall and uh, just a great event. Travis Bajan was there. It was awesome. Also, I want to give a, a, a great, great shout-out to the Stronger Grip Nation, StrongerGrip.com, Ryan Pitts. I mean, the 
the Mighty Hand Trainer. Love the piece of equipment. It's awesome. And uh, let's hear what Ryan has to say. Ryan J. Pitts from StrongerGrip.com. I'm known as the mad scientist of metal from all the metal creations I've made over the last 25 years. The World Arm Wrestling League Championship Hammers are one of those creations. I'm passionate about strength and metal. I'm a mad scientist on a mission to bring strength seekers high-quality, old-school crafted strength gear that will last a lifetime. In the Stronger Grip store, you'll find loads of grip gear, sledgehammers, clubs, and maces. Custom work can also be done. Check out Ryan J. Pitts on Facebook and also the Facebook Stronger Grip page. With Stronger Grip, there's no gimmicks, no bullshit, just handcrafted strength gear. Get the gear, do the work, StrongerGrip.com. That's right, baby. Get the gear and do the work. Country Crush, baby. The handles are made of polymer plastic that sits freely over a shaft, causing a free spinning motion. The frame is constructed of a high-grade steel and made here in the USA. The handle, while you can work many different exercises, was designed to challenge your hand strength. Focusing on overall arm strength, adding a balance and stability to your workout. By adding rolling handles, the Country Crush allows the user to work many different movements. Not easily done by similar handles, and by closing your wrists off at the end of each movement, you work your wrist and strengthen it at the same time country crush baby what are you waiting for get in the game if you ain't training with the country crush then you ain't training check out www.countrycrush.net now get in the game baby country crush big shout out to raymond coat the disciple will be flying out no the ninth no, uh, sorry, 9-11 tournament he's throwing on. It's going to be awesome. All proceeds go to the veterans and uh, some huge super matches out there um, as we speak. Uh, you know, I don't, yeah, I think Dave Shafee, Mike Ayala, Robbie Topi, um, a bunch of other great guys, but I'm going to be promoting the hell out of this event. Uh, we'll be there doing a live broadcast of Arm Wrestling Nation Radio, doing interviews with everybody, and hopefully pulling in the event, maybe a super match. Who knows? We'll see what happens. That's September 11th, California. I'll have more details for you guys in the later weeks, but uh, super excited to uh, make a trip out and support the vets, man. I'm, I'm a big, big, big supporter of... Uh, what they do and how they serve this country. And it's nice that the arm wrestlers are getting together and putting on this event and the proceeds go to the military. So thank you guys. And thank you for your service. And I'm super excited that I'll be a part of that awesome event, September 11th. Armed Alliance is committed to producing powerful arm wrestling apparel to athletes around the world. Our mission is to represent the arm wrestling community with unmatched design, unique style, and superior fit that will set you apart from the crowd. Our shirts, made from next-generation cotton polyester, allows for maximum comfort and quality. We offer custom orders for hats, compression sleeves, team or individual shirts, and arm wrestling tables. Visit our site at www.armedallianceapparel.com and gear up today. Rep the movement. Armed Alliance for Life. 
right, guys, welcome back to the show, and I'm excited about tonight's guest, a good friend of mine, no stranger to Arm Wrestling Nation Radio, the monster Michael Todd, man. What's up, Michael? How you doing tonight? I'm doing well, doing well. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing great, man, and uh, I got to ask you, uh, how you been, brother? You've been uh, hard at it. I see the posts now on Facebook and Instagram, Michael Todd's training, Um, it seems like You've reinvented yourself with this new motivation coming up with uh, the signing of this huge matchup with uh, Pushguard coming up on PAL here in January. Tell us, uh, tell our listeners out there how that went down and how you're feeling and how training's going. Cool, cool. Yeah, so I was out in uh, Vegas for the PAL um, when Andre Pushkar pulled Richard Lupke's. I was out there doing the UAL, the, um, you know, the... UFC Fan Expo for Robert. So we went over to the show, and I meet, I meet Andre. He's sitting at our gambling. I'm like, oh, damn, it's Andre Pushkar. And he stands up, shakes my hand. He goes, I want rematch. I'm like, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I was walking around about 235 and stuff, you know, and I thought, well, I've got to get some weight on me if I'm going to pull that dude. So I uh, came back home and just, uh, I mean, actually after, it was after him beating um, Richard, you know, Harold Owens and everybody came up to him. He's like, man, you – you gotta, you gotta get big again. You gotta beat that dude. We gotta bring the number one spot back to the, back to the states. So, man, that's it. That's it. You know, they they told me when they wanted me to go to Nimrov, and I'm, I'm training hard, and, and my right arm feels good, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to give Andre any undue confidence by letting him see where I'm at or see how other people may pull me. So uh, I, I, I decided not to go there, and then uh, you know, watching uh, watching Nimrov and, and watching what Truban did, because I I called Neil Pickup on Wednesday and told him I said. Uh, I think Dimitri, you know, a bigger version of Dimitri might be able to, you know, stop Andre's hit, fold his wrist, and you know, it was like, oh, there's no way, no way, uh, you know, Andre's going to be too strong. So, yeah, we all saw what happened there. So, yeah, I mean, I'm training hard. I feel good. I'm, I'm not as lean as I want to be. I mean, I'm going to be honest, man, we uh, we like food a lot. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Just going to eat Thanksgiving, and I don't think I've had – I haven't had a, a healthy day yet <laughs> since then. But um, I'm wake up in the mornings, I weigh about 280. I go to bed at night, went about 285. Um, I feel strong. I feel good, man. Well, that's good, man. And, uh, you know, it's funny, like, you know, when you say bring home the number one, you know, ranking back, like, because, I mean, you know, people forget, man, like, you know, you're the number one right-handed guy, you know, and it seems to, you know, people just kind of forget, you know, arm fight 40, 2012, I mean, the domination there. Um you know, I don't understand, like, you know, with Nimrov and, you know, Andre not taking anything away from him. You know, he's made some improvements. You know, he's being strong. But uh, it seems that people forget that you're a, a six-round guy. This is your format. I mean, you destroy guys in this format. I mean, no one's beat you. I mean, when's the last time you lost a super match, you know? Uh, July 2011, Devin Laird. Yeah, so. Undefeated. So, Had not taken a single pin. I've not lost a single pin yeah, so, uh, four and a half years. You know, so that being said, I mean, this is right up your alley. I mean, you know, this is where you want to be. We talked before, you know, with tournaments when you were getting ready for the UAL tournament. You, you didn't want to pull that tournament um, because it's really not your forte. And then what happens is you get into a war with Jerry Cataract and then John Brzezink beats you because you're not a fresh Michael Todd, mind you. I mean, that's the way tournaments go. But that being said... In this type of matchup, you know who you're pulling. You, you got that style to beat him. You slow him down. You saw what happened 
at Nimrod this year when, uh, you know, when um, Drew slowed him down, it was a totally different match. And maybe if he didn't lay down the first match, it could have been totally different in that whole event. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, man, I mean, um, six rounds is my thing, dude. Um, I, a lot of things happen. I, mean, I, I love my time with the UAL, and I, I don't believe the UAL is over. I, I, I love – I've had some really cool life experiences with Robert. Um, but, you know, being contracted to UAL put me on a shelf. Uh, it kept me out of, uh, you know, pro format arm wrestling. And I didn't have a whole lot to – drive me, you know, to push me to be, you know, the number one guy. I mean, I like six-round matches. I like I like competing against the best. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of things have happened in the sport, you know, with, you know, Game of Arms and then this WAL and everything else has happened. I've kind of been, uh, you know, sitting back watching. And PAL, is, uh, I've got a, I got a good deal with PAL, and they want to keep me pretty active. So, uh, you know, it's CBS Sports. It's, it's still a good network. The last show they put out with uh, Tim and Crosby and Richard and Sergey, I thought was a good production. So, mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about it, dude. I mean, there's a lot of lot going on. Um, and I'll be honest, you know, right now, do I think I, if I was to Andre this Saturday, do I beat him? You know, I, I can't say for sure that I, that I would beat him this Saturday. But I can guarantee come January 16th, there's not a man walking the face of the earth that will hit my right arm. Now, what have you been doing as far as... I'm to be honest, I wouldn't even be surprised if Andre backed out. I wouldn't be surprised if he backs out of the match. Well, maybe if he's listening and it's translated to him, Igor's translating the, the show tonight, maybe he will. Uh... Rebecca Rebecca said, I mean, we're watching that thing live, and, you know, you, you saw the video, and, you know, here I get all excited, yeah, you know, yeah. it's possible, possible cause I saw, you know, uh, Dimitri stop his hit and, and fold his wrist, and Rebecca, after that, she goes, oh, my God, Andre's going to back out. And I'm like, no, he's not, honey, he, he's not going to back out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, who knows? You, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, there's a couple of matches left for me. The only reason I'm doing this, the only reason I'm doing this, I mean, I'm in the middle of a huge uh, neon run right now with our business. and mm-hmm. We're owners in a multi-billion-dollar global company. I've got 13 more months to get as much equity as possible. Um, the only reason I'm taking the time out to train for this is to get that number one spot. I want to be globally recognized as the best undisputed arm wrestler on the planet. And beating Andre Pushkar gives me that title. So, um, lots going on. I've got a lot of people to, to, that have been supporting me. I mean, uh, i got, you know, top rollers sent out to me. I've been training with that. Uh, this this week or the next day or two, you know, Brady Ellis has got me a neon uh, combat arm sport table coming for the big practice we're having here this Saturday. Hope to have, you know, 40, 50 guys here and five or six tables going and everybody's, you know, coming out to help me to train to be, the, you know, to, to be the man, to, to, to go out there and, and do what I know I'm capable of doing. So uh, I, I just I, I appreciate all the support that I'm getting. Uh, of course, I probably have more haters out there than anybody. So, you know, Shout out to them as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, I will yeah. be the number one arm wrestler in the world. There will be nobody that's going to stop me from getting that title. And, and like you said, you're, you're going to have haters. You're going to have people supporting you, and, that, and that's just the way it is. With uh, when you're, you know, greatness always is followed by hate. So that 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 always happens. But you know, watching the matchup with you guys, the last time you pulled, I mean, it's all about you know stopping that hit, which you do. You got that style. I mean. Um, you know, how, how do you feel this match goes down? I mean, you, you feel Andre, does he get a pin on you? Are you just going to go through him? I mean, what is your mindset getting ready for this event? You know, a lot of guys have several things they need to happen to uh, to win a match. And I have one. And that's when they say go, not get pinned. And that's exactly what I expect to happen. Ready, go, slip. Ready, go, strap. Match stops. And um, I... I, I I was telling 
back and watched Devin's left-handed match with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first time I pulled Andre, when I stopped him, you know, I, I was wanting to pin him. You know, I, I went back and watched that match. It was like 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> part of me wants to just stop him, hold him, and let him pin his own arm. Make him uh, quit. Make him quit like Devin did. Yeah. Yeah, because, um, I mean, you see that. I don't know, man. I don't know how strong I'm, I'm going to be. I will never. I will be heavy. I tried to get big when I pulled Devin, and it was it was summer, and I got to 290 for like a day or two, and I think I showed up weighing 285 when I pulled him. Um, the only reason I won't be 300 pounds when I pull him is because we leave to go to Cancun next week for uh, a top production retreat for myself and the company with the other, you know, go ahead and talk about what's happening next year with equity and stuff. So I don't. We promote a health and fitness challenge. I don't want to be the fat dude on the beach, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna. <laughs> Still be somewhat fit for that, but if it wasn't for that, then I could see me coming in 300 plus. Just because I mean it's winter, I'm still doing cardio, I'm still training, but I like to eat, man, and uh, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leave any chance. There will not I will not lose this match because I did not train hard enough. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no there's no chance of me losing. I will not lose. I'm not taking a pin. No, I'm I'm not losing. So let's talk about training a little bit. I mean, you've been doing some different things. You got the mighty arm trainer. You got the top roller. I mean, you've been working out a little bit harder than normal. I know when we talked last year, you were kind of unmotivated because there, you know, wasn't really anything for you to prove at this time in your career. I mean, what what's been going on as far as training? What's been different? Um, I know you're super motivated for this matchup, but what do you what have you been doing as far as training goes with this this new pieces of equipment out there? Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, I love the mighty hand trainer. I like the way it fits in my hand. I like the, I like everything about that. I like the top roller. Um, I do use the wrist wrench quite a bit. And to be honest, I started off a couple months ago training real hard with the wrist wrench. And I started thinking to myself, I'm not going to use that move. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not going to try to clamp him and, and pull him sideways into a hook. That's not going to happen. So I focused on two things. I'm increasing my, uh, my rotation and uh, strengthening my pressure, you know. That, that's, those are the only two things I need to focus on. I'm going to be the strongest version of me possible, but uh, I'm going to have a crazy amount of up pressure in the strap, and I'm going to have the best rotation in the game, and his wrist will collapse, and I will look at the camera, and I'm going to put my put a show on. And So, yeah, I'm, I'm just doing the same thing. Man, I, I, my rope pulling machine, Marpo, I mean, I'm telling you, if there's ever somebody that should be sponsoring me, it's Marpo Kinetic because I, I give all my credit to that damn machine, that vector rope pulling machine. That, that's what's made my top row good. That's what's made my rotation so good. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I feel good. I feel good. There's a – everybody, there's a lot. Uh, my dogs are barking. So, um, yeah, there's a – I don't know. I've got a few ideas up my sleeve um, of how I, I think this match could potentially go um, that's going to surprise a lot of people. But, no, I mean, I'm strong right now. So uh, I'm, I'm just ready, ready, to, ready to show the world what's up. So just break down your training a little bit. Like how many days a week right now are you training? Gotcha. Um, I still get up every morning to do cardio. Um, it may not be the most intense cardio in the world, but I'm getting up every morning to do some form of cardio. And then uh, – I'm I'm doing at least five days a week, and I still do my normal work. And I got to do chest one day, back one day, arms a day, legs mm-hmm. a day, shoulders. Um, I rope pull every day. I have uh, some different, like okay, so Jane Smith built this uh, wrist curl machine with some softballs on it. Mm-hmm. I'll do it's got 150 pounds or something. On it. I'll do like five sets of that real fast to pump my hand up, 
and then I'll go rope pull for uh, 250 feet, which is 10, 11 minutes, and then I'll come back and do five sets, and I have this fat-handled hammer curl bar I had made 10 years ago or something, so there's no lip at the top, no bar across it, about 150 pounds. I'll grab that and kind of kick my wrist in and just squeeze the hell out of that handle. Do like 10 reps of that, and then uh, it's really just, you know, I'm preparing to uh, to just stop the match and then be able to beat him a thousand matches straight, not six. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the thing, because I mean, everybody's asking, you know, do I think, you know, it's five one? Is this? I'm not going to take a loss. I'm going to win the first match, and I'm going to win every match he puts his arm up on the table after that. You know, if he wants to keep going <laughs> after six, we'll just keep going because my arm's not getting bent. So. You know, when you're getting ready for a guy like push guard, his style of pulling, you kind of, you know, since you, you already know what you have to do to beat him because you've beat him before, is that the focal point around your training? Is that how you're training to – I am not training to beat Andre. Okay. I'm training to beat any man that's in front of me on that day. Because um, there's not there's, – I mean, Andre's style is just – Andre's strong. You know, mm-hmm. man, the guy is crazy strong. Um, and until Dimitri uh, – Expose the fact that he hasn't done anything to improve once the match stops, right? Um, he just keeps trying the same move harder and faster. You know, mm-hmm. the same thing he did when I pulled him for six rounds. I mean, he didn't, he didn't, he doesn't adapt. Um, so training for push car is, I don't train for anybody specific. I just train to be the strongest version of me that I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's it. So, I mean, if, if it was, if I'm pulling him or if I'm pulling Dennis or if I'm pulling Dimitri or whoever, whoever, I'm pulling, you know, that day. When I say, I, I, like I said earlier, I mean, can I say that would I beat Andre this Saturday? I can't say 100% certainty I will, but I can tell you when I show up for Vendetta 45, there's not a man on the face of the earth that's going to be able to beat me. You know, that's interesting because, uh, you know, that's a, a good philosophy to have just to be able to be the strongest guy out there and uh, and train because, you know, the styles are going to make that match happen as you know when it gets down there. But as far as the, the training goes... Now, um, you know, you've been pushing it. Your weight's back up there. What What's the goal for you to? I mean, I know you got the Cancun, but I mean, um, <laughs> what do you What do you got going on as far as what's your ideal weight to show up at this event compared to the last time you guys pulled? The last time I was two fifty six, two fifty eight, but I was I was a pretty two fifty six, two fifty eight. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. all abbed up and looking good, and uh, and I mean, you can still see my abs, <laughs> but. They're somewhat covered, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm hairy as hell right now, so uh, I don't know, man. I I don't know what weight I'm gonna be. Um, you know, in your mind, you think bigger, stronger, right? Um, I can't guarantee that I was stronger when I pulled Devin at 285 than I was at 256 when I beat Andre. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know right now I'm, I don't have the uh, the the ma- my mindset to. Uh, or the commitment to eat the clean foods I need to eat to be a uh, bodybuilding-looking dude who's going to be pulling on that day. I'm going. I'm going more for the world strongman look. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy the holidays. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to eat with my wife. I'm going to eat with my family, and I'm going to train my ass off. And I'm going to make sure I get enough protein in. And I'm going to weigh whatever I weigh, and uh, I'm going to come out on top. So the thing is, after this match, okay. So this match is January 16th. What I do after that? Do I do a 60-day run and let's say I show up at 300 pounds and I do a 60-day, you know, I don't cheat but I eat clean. I do. You know, I just I don't like caloric restrict, but I just eat clean for two months. Do I, do I end up being a rip 270 um, come March or something? Who knows? I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, 
Arm wrestling, I love arm wrestling, but I also like being fit. I like looking good. I like uh, getting up. I mean, we live in a beautiful place. It's got all kinds of lakes, and this last summer we didn't get to enjoy them because, you know, we got hit by a car, and we're out for a couple of months, couldn't train, couldn't do anything. So, um, I don't know, man. I have no idea. Uh, I just know that I want to be number one more than anything, and I believe I have been number one. I mean, I think there's a few years there that there wasn't anybody that could beat me. Um, but I never got that ranking. I never got to be on the top of the world for England's ranking or whatever, right? It was always Dennis and then me or, or something. And um, that's, that's, um, that's all I want. I just want the number one ranking. And uh, and I'm, I'm willing to defend it as long as I have to, or as long as I want to, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know what happens after this match. Do, do I go pull Dimitri after this match because there's questions in people's minds, can I beat him? Uh, what happens with Aboda and Bresnan, you know I mean? If he has, if the voter has a good showing, does, does everybody's like, oh, you're not the number one team beat him? I mean, you, you know how the world is. You know how this, this game works. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. always somebody that somebody says, oh, well, you have to beat this dude or this guy or somebody, or they bring up a match from eight years ago. Yep. Um, I'm just, uh, that's it. I just, I'm going to Vegas to become number one, and uh, after that, we'll see what happens. But there is no, there is no possibility of me losing. No. Just talking about like when we see push guard pull in these tournaments and stuff, and everybody's you know gets you know of course you beat Chafee. Not making an excuse over Dave, but Dave wasn't a hundred percent. Went through John. I mean he was dominant performance. But what people don't see sometimes is that you know there was like eight laydowns. I heard there was eleven at this tournament. I mean it's really not a true true style of tournament pulling when a guy's getting easy wins because people are laying down, you know, and I really don't understand that part of the sport. And I mean, I understand the strategy or whatever, but you see a guy that almost beat push guard or stopped him. They had a really good matchup in the first match lay down. So when you see this happening and then you see this guy winning these tournaments in your mind, do you feel like it's not as impressive is going through like all these guys and having these wars and and really pushing it. I mean, does that kind of give him maybe a you know a false sense of uh, that he is number one? Because I mean, if he was in a tournament and he was pulling you and Dave Shafee and John and Cataract and Mike Aiello and all these guys, all these top American guys out there, and and they were having like some good matchups, it would be a lot different outcome, you know? Don't you think in the final? To a degree, man, I, I, I'm not going to take anything away from Andre. I wholeheartedly believe Andre is a bad, bad, bad dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I, I have all the respect in the world for him, as I do Dimitri Trubin, because, uh, I mean, after watching that match, considering everything that happened that day, over mm-hmm. six rounds, I think Dimitri beats Pushkar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he wins 5-1 or 4-2. And, that, and that's given uh, Andre some credit to get to some flash pins on him. Dude might beat him 6-0, but... Um, what I saw him do is A1 to Dave and John, most impressive thing I've ever seen any arm wrestler do ever. Mm-hmm. Talking to John after that, and I was like, well, I'm going after him. He's like, well, good luck with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. John said that's the strongest man he's ever arm wrestled in his life. So that's my plan. <laughs> you know, my plan is not think I'm great. My plan is to show up that day and be prepared to beat the strongest arm wrestler that's ever lived. I mean, that's. It's not because I think I'm better than him or I think I've done – you know, I think on January 16th, Michael Todd will be the strongest arm wrestler who's ever walked the face of the earth, and I'm going to prove that to the world. So, 
Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from Andre Pushkar. I believe I'll be the most prepared Michael Todd that anyone's ever seen come January 16th, and that version of me is the best arm wrestler that's ever lived. Now, you, you, after this matchup, you know, you win, you go on, we see what um, Vavoda does with Bresnan. Say that match goes and Vavoda's dominant, like you said earlier. I mean, does that motivate you to pull, like, like him, I mean, you got Dimitri's. I mean, is that something that, you know, with the PAL blowing up this year with this type of format, is this, is this something that would motivate you to, to continue on this journey as, you know, you get closer to, you know, maybe closing this chapter in your life? I mean, you know, going down in the, the history books as, uh, you know, the greatest super heavyweight arm wrestler of all time. I mean, do I want to avenge my loss to Lexi? Sort of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, there's going to be a future for me with PAL, even if it's left-handed, right? There's a ton of people. I mean, you can put me on a match with left-handed. I left decent. I mean, it's not It's not like I can't beat Andre Pushkar or anything left-handed, but I can beat a lot of people left-handed. So there's a lot of matches out there for me. I'm going to be honest. I mean, this, this is me. I want to be so strong right-handed that nobody wants to arm wrestle. I want them to say, the hell with it, that dude's too strong, I'll pull him left. Or give me anyone other than him. I want to put on such a display January 16th that the rest of the arm wrestling world refuses to arm wrestle. And, and do you think, like, do you think if you just dominate 6-0 intensely like that, 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 that does send a message to everybody out there? It should. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I would think it should. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm still here. My next 13 months outside of this, outside of this right here, my next 13 months are about creating financial security for my family forever. Um, having ownership in a multi-billion dollar global company that will pay me and my family dividends forever it, it outweighs um, any arm wrestling uh, opportunities for me for the next 13 months. Does that mean I won't go compete? No, but if it if it comes down to uh, do I go out and create a six or seven figure year dividends for the rest of my life, or do I go do this arm wrestling match? I mean, the arm wrestling match is going to have to wait. Uh, this this opportunity right now is one that I wanted and one that I'm uh, willing to sacrifice for. Uh, after that, um, we'll, we'll just see how things play out. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm always going to be an arm wrestler, but. I'm also not an idiot. If, you know, if there's 13 months out there to go, you know, change my life forever, I'm focusing on those 13 months for that. But this match will happen January 16th, and I will be the winner. And uh, we'll, we'll just see what happens from there, I guess. Well, guys, you hear it live here on Arm Wrestling Nation Radio, January 16th, the monster push guard. It's going to be insane. PAL, CBS Sports. It's going to be just uh, off the chain, man, and we're, we're looking forward to seeing you pull Michael. We're going to be cheering for you. Best of luck, man. Thank you once again for coming on Arm Wrestling Nation Radio. And, guys, we're going to be right back after this quick message from our sponsors. 
The Gully Grip is a free-rolling handle that inevitably causes more stability in your wrist than any other grip on the market. It's also much more accessible to any cable system, allowing more progressive overloading movements, producing a higher outcome in overall strength in not only your shoulder girdle, but also those muscle groups important for arm wrestling. Visit GullyGrip.com. That's G-U-L-L-E-Y Grip.com. Apply your strength. Prepare for the battle of your life. Bring your A game and tune your weapons with the Wrist Wrench. The Wrist Wrench is a weightlifting pulley handle designed by and for arm wrestlers. It helps develop and strengthen the hand, wrist, and forearm. Crank up your power with the Wrist Wrench. Visit thewristwrench.com today www.theristwrench.com Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you to Michael Todd for coming on the show once again. And thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Arm Wrestling Nation Radio. I'm Craig Subelair, and I'm out of here. <laughs> been listening to a broadcast of arm wrestling nation radio if you tuned in halfway through the show you can download the entire episode on itunes today just go to itunes and search arm wrestling nation radio visit us on facebook for updates photos and direct links to the show at awnr.us arm wrestling nation radio will put you over the top